This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. If you are new here, I'm very happy that you're here. If you hear a lot of bubbling and fizzle, fizzling, fizzling, fizzing, I don't know. I don't know the right term for that. If you hear a whole bunch of ruckus, I am recording this episode in my hot tub today because I was like, let's spice things up. Plus, I was like, I haven't been in this hot tub in forever, and my dad finally cleaned it. So I'm like, okay, I want to record an episode today, but I also want to be in the hot tub. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do both. So here I am in the hot tub, and you will probably be seeing a post about that right about now, because I did just post that to my stories. So if you saw it, you know what's happening. (laughs) But anyways, how are you guys all doing today? I know I'm doing, uh, I'm I'm doing eh, like just meh. I'm like not bad, but I'm not good. I'm kind of in a weird little mood and i think it's because part of me i'm getting my period right but also at the same time i got ghosted and i'm literally so upset about it like i've just been spiraling since so remember on the last week's episode i told you guys i was excited about going on an ice skating date you remember that (laughs) so this man canceled canceled and wanted to quote unquote reschedule yeah so that never happened we never rescheduled and i was really upset about i'm still upset about it it's been literally almost a week and he has not made the effort to reschedule my snapchat has been undelivered for the entire week and i have literally just been annoyed and frustrated and upset over it and i know i can't beat myself up over it but i think what's bothering me the most is i haven't had a crush in a long time like a genuine crush with a spark and all of that like i really haven't and so i was excited because i was like oh my god fuck like i i finally like am into somebody again (laughs) and so to have that kind of just be fucked over sucks but unfortunately that's the generation that we're in (laughs) uh yeah the men are not the greatest these days and that's not to bash all of you men out there because there's some of you that are really amazing but the majority of you i really worry (laughs) but i hope you guys are all doing well i'm trying to do better from that i Bought myself flowers yesterday. It kind of helped. I hung out with one of my best friends and was catching up with her and everything. And that was nice. Um, We actually did. um, We went to get readings done. Well, she got her reading done. Mine is actually going to be rescheduled for a different day. But I did get a reading done with my sister just because, like, like I said, I got ghosted. And, you know, when you're a girl who's who's a little delusional you want answers immediately. So of course, yeah, I did go to the psychic. <laughs> Cause I mean, of course I do readings and stuff like that. Like, of course I do tarot, but 
I really can't read myself. It's kind of difficult to do that. So yeah, I preferred getting it, my reading done by someone else and, and that happened and I was mostly satisfied, but for the most part, I had a little delusional girl spiral, but thankfully I have the best therapist ever and she helped me through that. And that's why I'm feeling a little bit more better that and just kind of recognizing my worth more. I think sometimes, you know, it's easy to get knocked down by something like that because it damages your ego for a little bit and it's not fun. It has you overthinking like, oh, am I, am I like not as pretty as I thought? Am I like not as cool as I thought? Like, did I handle that right? And it's like, it's really not always a you problem. If someone's acting like that and they're not giving you the time of day when you already put an effort and gave your all, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. So that is my word of advice after experiencing that this past week. But yeah, I hope I stick with listening to my own advice because shit, shit is tough. Sorry, I almost slipped in here because I'm like moving around. I'm trying to keep balance because I'm also holding my iPad with my script. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my word of advice. Anyways, I'm excited to get into today's episode because we're finally doing uh, stories again because I know the last two episodes were kind of like one really long story and then my spike tea with Ree and like I think the one before that was also a long story. So we're doing three stories today that were sent in. So I'm excited to do those because they're really good ones that were sent in. So yeah, um, before we get into those though, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit what this podcast is about if you're new here. So uh, this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with 3 and you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E, or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores, and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Your story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message in instead of typing out your story, just keep it up to five minutes max. So thank you. But, oh my Lord. Can I also just warn you guys, like, I'm sorry if maybe the audio isn't amazing. I'm going to try my best when I do editing to make sure that it's as loud as can be or as good as can be. Uh, but I hope it's good for you guys. I'm actually uh, doing some small microphones today, so that's why I'm a little worried. But I did do a lot of microphone tests today to make sure that it was as best as it could be. But um, let me know in my comments or anything like that if you think I should uh, do more of these episodes like this with these microphones or if I should keep to using the other ones mainly because I want to make sure that the audio is good enough for you guys because I know that you guys like to hear the stories clearly, you know, and especially when you're um, in the car ride on the way to work. Like, I know you would want to probably hear that clearly. So let me know if these microphones are just as good. But anyways, we are going to dive into our first story of the day. So this one was a written in story sent in. 
and it's called He Kept His Girlfriend a Secret. So I'm going to read that. So they said, I made the decision to check out this new gym where folks my age were going. When I arrived at the gym, there was only one person working there, the instructor. He was quite helpful and instructed me on what to do. He also told me to grab his number before I left since he had a hiking group. When I finished my exercise and told him I was going, he took my phone and started entering his number. Later that evening, I texted him and he responded. He then requested my Instagram account and followed me. We communicated using WhatsApp, which has a feature that only allows you to view something once and prevents screenshots, kind of like Snapchat. He would thus take a, a snapshot and send it to me whenever he wanted to type anything like you're cute or something more intimate. Every time I questioned him about it, he would always respond that he did it to keep the topic interesting. <laughs> I was like, okay, only because I don't care enough to look into this. He messaged me a day and it, it said, chocolate or vanilla? I replied with chocolate. I saw when he had messaged back but I didn't open the chat, but I read what the two messages said. And it said that it had this new ice cream place in town that just opened and he's going to take me there Saturday night. I didn't reply back or open the chat because something felt off about him. I left it like that and he ended up unsending the messages. And that was that the next day he posted a girl on his status with a heart emoji. So I was like, okay, and then I was like, wait, that girl looks familiar. I ended up going on his Instagram and looking at the people we both followed and I found the girl. It was his girlfriend. And I knew the girl because her baby daddy was my friend's friend. And my friend tried to hook us up, but it didn't work out. They didn't break up or take a break. So he was flirting with me, but he had a whole girlfriend. I just find it to be super hilarious that guys are that bold these days. <sighs> wow. Okay. Honestly, that irritates me. But you know what's sad about that is I'm not surprised. Like, at all whatsoever. I'm literally not surprised. Like, that's way too common these days. And especially with personal trainers and stuff like that, or just anybody who has like, um, I guess like, like a godly figure at a workplace. Does that make sense? Like when they're like the king at work, like I notice it's more common that they act like that, where they feel so comfortable and so bold to flirt with anybody because they feel like they're the shit. But specifically when you're a personal trainer, like, or a trainer in general, it's easy to have your ego boosted because you're literally working on your body consistently. You're consistently getting like self-care time and time to focus on, on you and your appearance. And because of that, you're obviously going to look good. You know, you're going to look nice and people are going to recognize that. And then because you're training other people to be just like you, <laughs> it kind of puts this ego in your head of like, oh, I got to make them just like me. One day they're all going to be just like me. And that's not to bash trainers. But I mean, I'm, I'm just saying like, for sure, that has to be a recurring thought in their head of like, 
oh, like this is so great. I can teach people how to be just like me and get good just like me and get a nice body just like me. And I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like teachers too. And teachers are great, but there are those there are those select teachers that are kind of like really condescending. Like, have you ever had a teacher make you feel stupid in class? And like, they know that you don't know that much. You ever had that? Because I have. I've had teachers like be really condescending towards me and make me feel stupid for a second because they're the ones teaching me something. So I feel like I'm not all that surprised by this because he's probably feeling so good and so like on top of the world that he's bettering himself consistently and knows that he's looking good while doing it. So he's like, well, I mean, it would make sense for me to flirt with anybody. I could get anybody. I could just have anybody I want because I'm, I'm doing so great for me. Like, why wouldn't I? Does that make sense? Like, I really just, when you look at it in that perspective, I feel like it does make sense. When you are literally having a job that is consistently boosting your ego or is based around it, it's so easy to get so caught up in it that you do shitty things like that. Or he's just a shitty guy in general, you know? But, um, yeah, because there are personal trainers that are, like, not assholes. But I think it really just comes down to your morals, too. And um, if you're self-aware and if you try to remain humble, it comes down to those things. But, yeah, um, I hate men. <laughs> Absolutely hate them. Also... I do have a few questions. Like, I was kind of wondering, like, did you tell her? Like, I'm guessing you uh, did because you mentioned, like, she's still with him and that they never took a break. So, like, I'm guessing maybe you mentioned it to her. If you did tell her and she's still with him after that, then she's, like, she's got low self-esteem, clearly. Well, maybe not low self-esteem, but maybe low self-worth. And... There's a huge difference between the two. I actually was listening to a, another podcast one time um, from this lovely woman. Her name is Shallon. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to her or seen her on YouTube, but her name is Shallon. And she was talking about the difference between the two, low self-esteem versus low self-worth. And the thing is, you could have really high self-esteem. Like, you could feel really good about yourself but not value yourself. <laughs> it's a weird concept, but it's a common thing for women in this generation. There's so many beautiful women that I see, like they're stunning and they know it. They own that. When they walk into every room, they own it, I see it. But the minute a guy could come into a picture and make them feel maybe bad about themselves for a minute or, or think that they don't deserve as much, Sometimes they just, they slip up and they might just believe it for two seconds and they end up really not valuing themselves and kind of, kind of spreading themselves too thin or just coming off as if they don't, they don't know their worth. That's what I mean to say. Sorry, that was a difficult way to phrase that, but there's no other way to phrase it really. I just feel like it sucks that this girl really didn't value herself enough to a point where she was like, oh, I'm just going to stick with my man because I've been with him for however long and I'm just going to stick with him. 
and he makes me feel good. So I'm going to, I'm just going to stay. Like, it's just crazy to me because if you know that you deserve better and I see it where girls, they will stick with men like that, knowing that they deserve better and they will complain about it to their man that they decided to stay with. They'll complain about it and complain about him not wanting to change and this, that, but they'll stay. And it is crazy to me. It sucks. And I've been one of those women. And it takes a lot to have the strength and the empowerment to actually just up and leave. And I would hope that this girl eventually leaves him if she does know what he did, you know? Also, how fucking small of a world is it that you recognized her because she was somebody's baby mama that you'd seen or heard of their friend? Like, that's that's definitely, like, that's a full-blown, that was meant to happen. That was meant to happen so that you could tell her, or like, you know? It, I just think that's really crazy. And going back to, like, the actual interactions he had with you, though, this guy's stupid. He's, like, literally an idiot. Because... He's a gym instructor. He's doing this shit with one of his potential clients. And this just shows how unprofessional he is. Like, obviously, he doesn't take his work seriously. And then on top of it, he has a girlfriend. Like, that's just a double, like a double whammy. You know, like, you're just asking for trouble. And that means he just doesn't really care. He doesn't care. It kind of shows he's really just thinking with his dick. You know what I mean? I just feel like he should have thought more into that before going ahead and doing that it's just fucking stupid and it's also really bold of him to be messaging you flirty shit especially on like a shady ass app like whatsapp like of all places is so weird to me i feel like that is like i don't know if you're messaging on whatsapp and you're not from another country that's a red flag to me that is my that's that'll give me the ick okay if you're not from another country and you're messaging it on WhatsApp, you're weird. It was like messaging on Kick. It was weird as hell. Also, if he was going to cheat, he could have at least done it better. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm just laughing because, like, he really was like, chocolate and vanilla. What? Like, you may as well have been like, what color are your panties? Like, I, it's so fucking stupid. I cannot. It's so corny. And, like, he was really going to take you to get ice cream? Like, okay. It is cute, but can I just say something? And I don't want any judgment on this. I'm just being real. If a guy takes you on a first date for ice cream or coffee or, I don't know, just something minuscule like that where it's simple and quick and cheap, I honestly, I don't, I don't fuck with that anymore. I feel like I used to think it was cute. But now, as I grow older... When I really think about it, if a guy really likes you, he's going to want to take you to dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's going to want to take you somewhere impressive, not to coffee. That's where you meet each other. That's where you meet each other in a way of like, oh, my God, I just met you for the first time at a coffee shop, and now we're going to plan dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it should be, oh, let's go grab drinks. What? Drinks? Like. If you get two cocktails at a bar, maybe it's $14 and $14, that'll be $28 total. That's really all they're spending on you, which is the price of literally one meal. 
sometimes that's the price of even one appetizer. So that's why I'm like, if he's going to take you to someplace like that, that's small, like, you know, maybe the nice guys really do think it's a small, cute, simple thing to do. Maybe. Or like something as sweet as the sunset is cute. Yeah. But if he's not doing like some wow factor in there, and it doesn't have to be like a huge thing, but if there's no wow factor in there where it's obvious that he's trying to impress you, I feel like that man don't like you that much. And I'm just being real. Like, of course, like, you know, I, and it's not to take away from couples that maybe started off like that, you know, because that wow factor can build over time. But personally, I think if a guy really, really likes you, they're going to try to find a unique, specific way to impress you on that first date, whether it's taking you somewhere really nice or doing something really nice. And sometimes it could cost not that much, but if they're doing a lot that they know is going to make you feel good or make you feel really happy, then I think that's way better than someone just getting you simple, like $3 ice cream on a cone. Do you know what I mean? And they never choose the, the double scoop either. They choose one singular scoop, okay? Like, I just think, mm, nah, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. What I do at least like, though, is that you really humbled him by not responding. Like, I'm actually real glad you did that because that probably made him feel real stupid. And it clearly did because... Not only did he, like, double message you, he also unsent his message because he was like, oh, fuck, like, she she didn't respond to this yet. Like, or maybe she saw it and, like, I, I don't know, maybe I feel stupid and he fucking unsent his message. What a prick. Either way, you handled that really well. You literally put him in his place without even having to do much, which I'm like, thank God, because... <laughs> Other women would have fell for that shit. They would have fell for that shit. And I'm not saying all of them, but like, you know, there's plenty of girls that probably would have fell for that. Or they would have been like, oh, like, he's so sweet, though. Like, he he called me cute and blah, blah, blah. Oh, but he messaged you on WhatsApp. Isn't that a little shady? No, I just think that means he wants us to be like private and simple to get. Like, do you know what I mean? It would it just, it, it'd be like that. And I just think you handled it way better than a lot of people would have. So kudos to you. Kudos to you. I'm proud. But yeah, my overall take of that is if a guy is acting like that, do not hesitate to either call him out on his shit or just go straight to the like actual important sources. Like, I don't know, the girlfriend. Just do that which is exactly pretty much what you did. You handled it really well. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, time to get into our second story of the day. So this one is called Her Boyfriend Had Sex With Someone's Mommy. <laughs> and this one was an audio message sent in. It was actually sent in from my big in my sorority. And this story, I was there for when it happened. I was literally there. Not physically there in person, but I mean, like, I was around the premise. <laughs> Not, okay. Just know, I was around the area. I was in the radius. Maybe I was at a different house, but I was there, okay? I was there for this story. 
I was there when it happened and she immediately told me everything when it happened and I forgot about this story until she sent it in and I was like, oh my God, this is so epic. I'm so excited for her to tell this story. So we're gonna give that a listen. So I was with my boyfriend for a handful of months my junior year of college. It didn't end up working out, but when we got back to school senior year, we started dating again. Um, he was the kind of guy that my friends didn't really love, not because he was mean, not because he was rude, but he was just really, really odd. Like even his friends found him odd. His housemates were like, Ooh, why are you dating him? And I was like, you know, I had no self-esteem at the time. So you know how it goes when you have no self-esteem. You think you can't do better. Um, so flash forward to a handful of months into the relationship, I get a text message from my little and she's like, um, your boyfriend's on Tinder. And I'm like, oh, it must be an old profile. And she's like, um, no, it's a picture of you guys from his lacrosse formal uh, two nights ago and you're cropped out. I literally see your blonde hair. So I'm like, oh, bet. So he um, is back on Tinder while we're still dating. I called him out on it. And he's like, oh, I don't use it, blah, blah, blah. And again, low self-esteem. So I'm like, oh, whatever. Let's be honest, I probably didn't even like him to begin with. So that's probably why I didn't care. But him making a Tinder with a picture of us isn't even the punchline of this story. So the punchline of this story is we continue to date. And it's now March. And obviously, it's my senior year. So we're thinking about the future. And I was going to be going off to pharmacy school. So I went home for one night and I had my pharmacy school interview and then I got back to the house. Um, I was there almost every night staying over. I had become really close with all of his housemates, with the girlfriends, whatever. I spent most of my time there and I get back from my interview. I'm so excited to see everyone and they were barely talking to me. And I was like, this is really weird. Like they were very standoffish. Everyone felt uncomfortable. I was like, okay, everyone's just having an off day. I went and had dinner with my boyfriend and called it a night. So the next morning, I'm leaving my dorm. I'm on the shuttle heading to class, and my friend gets on the bus with me, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry to hear about you and your boyfriend breaking up. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I can't believe he cheated on you with a married woman. And I'm like what do you mean he cheated on me with a married woman? And he goes, oh, so you don't know, nobody told you. And I'm like, nope, this is news to me. So come to find out, the night that I was home for my pharmacy school interview, a married mother of four whose political campaign my boyfriend had worked on. He was a political science major, so he was very involved in politics, like locally to our college. She um, had wine night with her friends, came over the house, and her and my boyfriend were clapping cheeks. And his housemates heard the noise, and they were like, wait a minute, um, that's not his girlfriend. His girlfriend's home in Rhode Island for a pharmacy school interview. So the boys go outside, see a car they don't recognize, look up the license plate and find out whose car it is. And they find out that it's the woman whose campaign he had worked on, 
who is still married with, I think, four kids. And um, they have a family Irish band together. You know, family first, even though you're clapping cheeks with a 21-year-old, even though you're in your 40s. Cool beans. Um, So the boys, I went over the house when my boyfriend wasn't there. And they ended up fessing up. They told me all the details, who it was, how they figured out who it was. Um, They all took my side. They were, like, telling my boyfriend, who I obviously broke up with, um, they were like, she's not even attractive. You literally, cool, you had sex with a mom who's absolutely beat. Um, Your girlfriend was much hotter. And to this day, I am still very, very close with some of the housemates. And um, my ex is still a loser. Okay, this story literally still gets me just about every single fucking time. I'm I'm not kidding you. This gets me every time because it's just so like, oh, wow. Like, that's a variety of events right there. Just like like from the Tinder to the cheating and then to the cheating with the mommy. That's, that's something. That's something. Also, guys, like I said... I was, in a way, there in this story. You want to know how I was there? Remember the little who sent the screenshots that he was on Tinder? Remember that girl? That was me. That was me. I was the one who sent her the screenshots and everything. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I was the one. I was the culprit. Well, only the culprit of, like, sending, you know. But how else would she have known he was cheating? You know? So I, I sent her. The screenshots immediately because I was like oh my god he's fucking cheating on her and I also never liked this guy which I've told her before I've told her like she deserves better but like she said in the story you know it was a time where she had some low self-esteem and I guess low self-worth too kind of like you know what I was talking about before versus you know low self-esteem versus low self-worth I think it was that type of thing but um yeah might I add this man is not cute. He's not cute. He's not cute whatsoever. He's not shit. If I'm being so real, like I know people say men ain't shit, but like this, this man ain't shit. Okay. I don't even know if I should call him a man. Like this boy, he ain't shit. He's not even cute. And I am just glad for her now because now she's in a new relationship and they're doing really well. And he's much more her type and I approve of him for her, like they're great together. But I am just like, this story every time really shocks me because she's so stunning. If you see my big, like she's beautiful. And the fact that this little low life scumbag little prick did this to her, I'm just like, ugh, I hate it. I hate men. They suck, they absolutely suck. But anyways, Going back into the story, um, you know, aside from me hating this man and thinking that he sucks, the fact that his roommates were literally telling you he was weird and stuff too, like before this even happened, the fact that they were telling you this tells you enough information of itself. Like, because if he was a cool or like a decent person or he was like cool with the bros, like they wouldn't have ratted him out either, you know, like. They would have never talked shit about him to you or 
told you all of that shit. Like, clearly there's something off about him. Like, you know, and they told you that. Like, that's crazy for anybody's quote unquote guy friends to be telling you that shit. I mean, okay, there's in some scenarios, it's like maybe the guy friends just want to fuck you. Yeah. But for them to all collectively tell you compared to like just a few, there's obviously something wrong with that man. So that just tells you enough about how he is and how scummy of him to clap cheeks with a literal mommy, with a mommy. I mean, and don't worry, like, I'm going to get to her in a second, too, because, like, the mommy, like, obviously she's not in the right, but it's just gross that he thought it was okay to do that. Like, she has a whole fucking family. You know what I mean? Like, she has a foundation she built. And I know, like, he's 21. Like, maybe he doesn't know any better, but at the same time, he's 21. He's 21. Like, you're old enough to know right from wrong. I'm pretty sure you're old enough to know right from wrong when you're seven, even. Okay? Like, I'm pretty sure that age of, like, oh, like, let me figure out my morals starts from seven, knowing when you did something right or when you did something wrong. Okay? So if you're 21 and you're doing something visibly wrong like that, like, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And clearly this man wrecked himself. So it's just, oh, my God. And... I mean, I'm just surprised he even, like, pulled a mommy. I mean, I know you guys said she was mid, but still. Like, this man was not cute either. Whatever. I guess they're meant to fucking be. But, um, yeah, this woman, she must have really been desperate for dick. Like, that's all I have to say. Um, I think for her to do that with a college student is also really crazy. Um, It tells me a lot of things. She's obviously feeling insecure within herself, and within her marriage, because clearly she must have felt like she wasn't getting something from her marriage for her to feel the need to get temporary validation from a college student. It seems like she's having some kind of like midlife crisis moment where she possibly wanted to feel reminded of what it's like to be young again, or it could be that she just wanted to have her cake and eat it too. Like maybe she just, I don't know, maybe she's fucking both the husband and the kid. I don't know. Like, Maybe her and her husband don't have, like, problems, but she just, I guess, was feeling herself or needed an ego boost for five minutes from, I don't know, college student? Weird. But it, it just, mm, it's just all around really shitty and really selfish on both of their ends in this scenario, especially her, because she has a whole family and clearly didn't care enough to think about that first before acting on her emotions. And I wonder if she ever told her husband or not, or told anybody in her family or if anybody found out because it's just, it's even more fucked up if she didn't, honestly, it's even more fucked up. It's just, there's so much. (laughs) This just all pisses me off. And your ex is also just an all-around asshole for not being more attentive and loyal and expressive to you as a partner. Like, if he wasn't feeling it anymore, if he was feeling like he was missing something in the relationship or, like, he wasn't getting something from you, he should have communicated that with you. And, I mean, yeah, that would have hurt you, 
but you would have been better off if he communicated that to you rather than him just completely doing his own thing and not caring about it. Like he completely didn't care and he did everything behind your back and just the crazy thing is he already had fucked up with the Tinder thing and you guys had made up and then he went and he cheated too with a mother. It's just a complete disregard for feelings and has to be something wrong within himself. Like he just, it sounds like he needs a lot of reflecting. It sounds like there's some sort of thing maybe that stems from childhood that is wrong there for him to keep wanting to break trust. It almost, to me, you know what it comes off like? Have you ever seen movies where you see um, like a couple that's really, it, it, like they seem to be going really well in the movie. Like there's a couple that's really, it seems to be healthy or whatever. And then one of the partners cheats because they become fearful that things are getting serious. You got what I'm saying? It seems like maybe that could be his thing. Like maybe when someone cares, he's like, well, you know what, like, now that you care, and now that I know things are getting real, I'm scared. So let me self sabotage, self sabotage this and go cheat. Like, maybe that could possibly be the thing. I'm not really sure. But I think that could definitely play into it. There's a lot of people that fuck things up so fast for themselves. Because they literally feel like they either don't deserve it, or they're scared that they're going to be abandoned first. And I think one of those cases could very well be it for him. So for him, it could either be fear of abandonment or um, fear of the good being taken away, which I guess those kind of go hand in hand, you know? But that's all I have to say on that. Um, thank God you're in a nice, new, healthy relationship with a man who deserves you and you deserve him you guys deserve each other and you guys are doing really well and i'm proud of you and mm, fuck this guy fuck this guy he clearly has issues to work through and i know that was like probably i mean it was a few years ago but he probably still has shit to work through no one just changes that fast <laughs> with with the drastic things like that i don't think but Hopefully he does do reflecting or hopefully he's worked on himself more since then. And I hope that wife, that woman, at least, you know, told her husband, I hope, just so that she could let her feelings out. There's just oh, so much with it. <laughs> That's all I can say, honestly, because it is what that is and it's a fucked up thing but at least you're doing better from it at least you've healed for the most part so like i said i'm proud anyways time to get into our last and final story of the day so this one was written in from a listener and it's called i got attacked by a dog on my second day working as a dog trainer so I'm excited to tell this one because the person who sent this in actually used to be my coworker, and her and I got along super well. Love that girl still. She's so cool. 
but I'm excited to tell this because I actually have so many stories from this place and I'm not going to be telling them in this episode just yet. I'll probably save those stories for another episode. So just wait for when those come because I have so much shit to say on this workplace. But anyways, we're going to get into this story. So I'm going to read it for you. So they said, so on my second day of working as a dog trainer, I was still in the process of learning new tricks and techniques. I was shadowing this one girl who came off nice, but also acted like a know-it-all. Every time I asked her a question or shared my opinions or anything I've learned about dogs, she would tell me I was wrong and how I didn't know what I was talking about and how I had no common sense. We were training with this one dog that she had, and this dog is known to be a reactive dog. Now, as a dog trainer, if you have a reactive dog, you are not supposed to let anyone else go up to them or try to pet them out of safety reasons. She told me it was okay to go closer and go up to the dog, and then the dog came at me and attacked me by biting my hand. She was holding the leash, and she made a delayed reaction. And guess what she did after that dog attacked me and I was bleeding? She was sitting in a training room continuing her work. She didn't put the dog back in the kennel, and she didn't even come to check on me. <sighs> See, when I read this story, I get mad all over again because I think back to when I was working at this place. And, like, when I was working there, things were literally so unorganized consistently. Like, even when we tried to organize things there, it was still disorganized. And honestly, it's because of the manager we had. Like, she genuinely sucked. And I still think she sucks to this day. She is, you know, as a person, I, I do think she is a nice person. I think she's just one of those people that when it comes to a workplace, if she's in charge, she, like, it's like she overdoes it. Like, she'll be really mean if she's really stressed. Like, she'll just take everything out on everybody else just because she's stressed or she'll give you her workload and then she'll act like she did everything and that she was the hardest worker of the day meanwhile she'll be sitting on her phone just texting she doesn't do a whole bunch and when you ask her to do something or suggest a new idea she looks at you funny and is condescending towards you and degrades you so yeah i hated working there i really did I really did. But anyways, to get into this story, it's really fucking unprofessional on the trainer's part. Like, she handled that thing entirely wrong. And for her to not give a shit enough to even check on you after that was just really just rude of her, honestly. Because a dog bite is serious. Like, you need to get the shot for it after to make sure that you don't have any diseases or anything, you know, so that you're okay. I know because I've literally gotten a dog bite there. I've literally gotten bit by a dog there. And it was a big dog. It was a German Shepherd. And so I know. And so for this girl to not go and check on you at least is really out of her place and rude. You know? I also just find it to be really ridiculous that they had her shadow you. Meanwhile, she's here being condescending and rude towards you and acting like a know-it-all. Meanwhile, she's the reason that you got bit by this dog. 
because she said it was okay to go up to this dog when it's a reactive dog. If a dog has any type of bite history or reactive history, like you're really not supposed to be going near that dog. You're supposed to be at least like three to five feet away from the dog for your own safety. And it was just really incredibly irresponsible and wrong of her to tell you that it's safe to to go up to them, you know? It's just also really hypocritical because like I said, you can't be telling someone they don't know what they're doing and then here you are getting into this predicament, you know? It's just, and then you don't even check on them. All of that pisses me off. I'm just sorry you had to go through that. And like I said, guys, I, I do know this girl. And when I was working with her, it had been, I think she had been working there for like six months when I was working there. And at that point, around the six months mark, do you know that her arm was still giving her problems because of that bite? Like it had been six months and she was still having issues, injury issues. How crazy is that? And she was still working there and they would, um, they would sometimes still be mean to her or like stress her out or give her like an intense amount of workload that she couldn't handle. Or sometimes they would just get really snippy with her. And I don't know, it just, I feel like if a work environment is like that, where it becomes unhealthy in a way of like it's affecting a little bit of your mental health, because she would complain about this too. She would complain to me about it, and I'd complain to her about the things that I was experiencing there too. If it's affecting you like that, where you are feeling upset and so stressed, because even I've had like, I've had like little anxiety attacks while there. You know, not at my desk, but like in the bathroom. I would go to the bathroom or I would be on my break and I would just cry. And this girl was like that too, where sometimes she would cry. And as I was saying, I just think if you're at a workplace where you're crying like that or you're anxious, then it's really not for you. It's really not for you. And you shouldn't put yourself through that because it's not what you deserve. Like you deserve an environment where you can actually communicate with people and they're willing to help fix those issues there. Nobody should feel like, like there's no way out or like they can't communicate or like that things won't get better. Nobody should feel like that. And that's how I was feeling and that's how she was feeling. And it's just unfair and unprofessional. And there should have been a way to properly organize things so that nobody got to that type of point, you know? Anyways, I think that you deserve better. I'm pretty sure this girl still works there, by the way. Um, and if you do still work there, really and truly know that you do deserve better. And I mean, since I've left that place, I've felt like a huge confidence boost and felt better and more empowered because I was like, I know this isn't for me and I should leave this behind. And I don't deserve to be carrying around the weight of what this job is giving me. And I think you deserve to feel that way too, because it's not a healthy environment and you don't deserve to be around toxic people. And I mean, I know every workplace, because this is probably the most Gen Z conversation right now. 
And I know that there are some people thinking that where they're like, well, don't just give up on your workplace just because of some hiccups. No, this place was just toxic. There were a lot of things going on. And I can't wait to tell you guys like the full stuff in a different episode because there were so many things where it was just ridiculous. And what I'm really just trying to say is like, of course, don't give up easily. Like if there's just one specific person, but everything else is making you happy, then focus on that, of course, right? But if it's multiple instances where you are consistently upset and not feeling good about yourself and not feeling motivated or empowered or determined daily, if you're not feeling that, then that's a sign. That means you should definitely leave. So my advice to you is leave that place, girl. You deserve better. You deserve better. So that's what I have to say. And if there's any else, anybody else who also feels a similar way in their workplace where they're consistently depressed, know your worth. Leave. Leave and do something that's going to make you feel happy and also make you feel like you're contributing to society in a good way. Do you know? So make the most of everything and do your best but don't put up with toxic shit. All right. That's my word of advice. So yeah, those are all of the stories of today. So thank you guys all for listening. I always appreciate it. And it always makes me very happy. So now we're going to clear up all that energy we just let out. And we're going to close out with our usual sound healing. So sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth, and I'm going to play. guys thank you so much for joining today's episode i always love having you guys here and if you're new here again like subscribe (laughs) and follow me on my socials and i loved having you here thank you so much i hope you come back and i hope you guys have the best week goodbye